Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 100. 100th Episode Spectacular. This episode was hard to start because I had trouble thinking of an appropriate topic. 100 is a big round number, which as we all know means I have to do something significant. But then I realized there is one basic topic that I haven't covered. Why am I doing this in the first place? Why did I start recording Math Mutation? Most podcasts say something like that in their first episode, but as you may have noticed, I just plunged right into the math. That's mainly because there's so many podcasters out there that don't stick with it and trail off after a dozen or so episodes. In those cases, having one episode devoted to their vision of the podcast just makes them look like a dork. Even more of a dork, that is, than if they'd recorded 99 podcasts about math. But anyway, having stuck it out for 100 episodes, I think it is time to cover this topic. I'll also cover a couple of other loose ends that have been on my list. Ever since I got my first iPod in those long-ago days of 2005, I've enjoyed listening to it in a mode where it's shuffling music and short, less-than-ten-minute podcasts, so I hear songs randomly interspersed with interesting tidbits on a variety of subjects. A few years ago, I realized there were great short-form podcasts on a lot of topics I find interesting. History, science, astronomy, skepticism, humor, and etymology, for example. But somehow the few math podcasts all seem focused on directly helping students with their schoolwork. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. But this means the fun parts of mathematics, the crazy and wild ideas that brought the subject to life for me and motivated my desire to major in it in college, were just not covered. Some examples, the geometric implications of higher dimensions, the weird consequences of defining infinity, the amazing thought processes of autistic savants, or the strange math-based composition methods of John Cage. If you've been listening for 100 episodes, I think you've got the idea by now. So I thought I would fill this gap and create a podcast that highlights all those areas that fascinate me. It won't directly help anyone with tonight's math homework, but hopefully it just might make them more interested in getting it done and really understanding what's going on in some of the infinite worlds of mathematics. If you're listening, then you probably agree, or at least enjoy making fun of me for trying. Now, before I go, I should also cover a couple of loose ends. First, I need to announce the winner of the Math Day Madness contest announced in episode 98. Chris Hansman from Klamath Falls, Oregon. He proposed I-Day to celebrate the imaginary number I, defined as the square root of minus one. This day is celebrated every February 29th, which fittingly makes the holiday imaginary during most years, though approximately every four years we do get to celebrate with some ice cream. Honorable mention goes to Stefan Willis and Mark Jones from the UK, who came up with a series of holidays including Calculus Day, determined using numerical values of the letters in dy over dx, Fibonacci Day on February 11th at 3.58 a.m., Triangle Number Day on June 13th at 10.15 a.m., and Tetrahedral Numbers Day on October 14th at 8.35 p.m. In case the derivations of the last few are confusing to you, remember that those crazy Brits write their days before their months. And you can check out the last three events on Facebook for more details if you wish. Anyway, congratulations to Chris, Stefan, and Mark. Finally, a correction to an earlier podcast. I casually mentioned that a mole mole is defined as the number of hydrogen atoms in a gram, but I forgot about those pesky neutrons that can throw off these calculations. Listener Ben Scarlato corrected me that usually a mole is defined in terms of carbon-12 these days. That is, it's equal to the number of atoms of carbon-12 it takes to make its atomic weight in grams. Thanks, Ben. 
And this has been your math mutation for today.